0: My name is Jessica Richards, MS Marketing Research Program Director at Michigan State University and this is Spartan Insights. Spartan Insights is a series of podcasts in which we interview more than 350 alumni and 40 plus board members from the Michigan State Marketing Research Program. Today's guest is our main host, Meryl Debro, President and CEO of Mark Research and MSMR Chair Elect. Meryl, thank you so much for being our featured guest today on this special episode of Spartan Insights.
1: Jess, it's a pleasure to be here, and I want to publicly thank you for everything you've done, and Sam, to kick off Spartan Insights, and the amount that you've dedicated to the MSMR program is just amazing, and program wouldn't be number one without you, so I want to thank you for everything you do.
0: Thank you, Meryl. I really bring everything I've got, you know, to helping all the students and all those connected with our program. And I just want to see people entering the industry have a very bright future and help guide them. And and thank you for all the help that you provided too. And I know today we're gonna be talking a little bit about this amazing insights research guide that you created. And it is just a, it's an incredible resource for everyone either entering in the market research industry or growing within it. I've reviewed it and I, I just have to say, I love it. You know, the influential people, the, the five minutes now, you know, how a lifetime of knowing yourself and understanding the career that's best for you and all the quotes and job searching resources. And, and I'm looking at this and I'm thinking like, wow, you know, if I were someone, you know, starting my career or growing my career, this is just gold. And I I was hoping that you could walk us through some of the highlights of this guide and and cover some key takeaways for our listeners. But, you know, before we get into that, I'd actually like uh, to cover a little bit of more about you and have you share more about your story and have our listeners kind of get to know how you became the president and CEO. And then we're going to dive into uh, this resource guide.
1: Thanks, Jess. And I really appreciate the nice comments. So, you know, my career started like most in the insights world which was by accident so my mom had come home when i was a senior and basically said i just had the greatest experience of my life people listened to me they fed me they paid me and i went to a focus group and they're looking for interviewers and get off the couch you bum here's an application back in the day they didn't have online i'm that old jess so you actually had to fill out a paper interviewing questionnaire and then drop it off. And then they would probably call you or send smoke signals to say, Hey, you know, come in for an interview. But basically I started as an interviewer. I did everything from door to door interviewing to interviewing on the phone. I did mall intercepts, just did a lot of crazy stuff. I love the industry. Um, After getting into it by accident, I was a project manager way back in the day for a company called Field Facts and worked for a lovely lady named Marianne Schaefer, who really helped me with my career and used it as a springboard. And from there, I just, over the next 35 years, I've worked with some amazing companies like Elric and Lavage and Harris Interactive. And as luck would have it, I was living in Boston and Omnicom had owned a company called Mark Research for about five years, and they were looking to bring in a new CEO. And my name made the list twice. So I was interviewed and after a fairly extensive process, got the job, moved my family down to Texas, and 16 years later, you know, here I am, and actually transacted the business from Omnicom about two years ago. So it's not no longer part of Omnicom, and I actually own the, own the company. So it's been a, it's been a great ride. I've met so many terrific, talented people, lifelong friends and making new friends every week. It's just a special place to work and an industry to live because I get bored easily. So to be able to work on a project for a hospitality company, and then 20 minutes later, a CPG company, and then a healthcare company, and then in the afternoon after lunch, you work on a technology company. It's really cool to know what's coming out on the market prior to its arrival. So that's a little bit about my career. I've always been somebody who has decided that if I was ever in a position to give something back. So the reality is I was chair of the AC Nielsen Center at Wisconsin. I've been on a number of other boards. I was heavily involved with the American Marketing Association, the Old Market Research Association. I presented a lot of conferences. So constantly giving something back. And that's really why the Insights Resource Guide was born, just to give something back.
0: That is so amazing and and I can really see the giving back in this resource guide and you've made it so intuitive and easy to understand and you've really got some incredible takeaways that anyone can go through, read this guide, feel more prepared for their career now and tomorrow than ever before. So I was hoping you could take us through some highlights of the resource guide and cover some key takeaways that you would like listeners to really get from from this uh, amazing resource.
1: Thanks, Jess. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. We all have to-do lists and things that we want to accomplish. Well, this had been on mine for about a year, year and a half, and actually was going to unveil it in January of 2021, kind of a kickoff when... I'm the chair of the MSMR program. And I moved that forward because of the pandemic. Every day I would get calls and emails and texts from people and contacts in the industry who were either furloughed or they lost their job or businesses were going out of business. And I said, you know, the time is now to create this insights resource guide. And Jess, as you know, because we developed Spartan Insights together, we came up with the name in probably two seconds. We came up with the logo in maybe four seconds. I know we had to get it approved from Michigan State. That was probably the longest process. But, you know, was able to get a a number of our staff because we had some staff availability based on the pandemic. And I wanted them to work on this special project. I also wanted, it was a couple of our new hires. So I wanted to get a chance to work with them. And the goal was to have a guide all encompassing things that can help people in transition. So whether it was, some podcasts that they might be able to listen to. It might be some job boards. It might be that they want to get an advanced degree and go to the next level to get an MSMR degree. It could be that they just wanted to reach out to some influential people. And the reality is we kind of did that. We wanted to have a guide that was very intuitive, that kind of made it easy to Use So every picture, every logo goes to a website, goes to either LinkedIn, you know, even the table of contents, they click on it, it goes to that section. If they click on the influential people in the insights industry, it goes right to their LinkedIn profile. All they have to do is send a message to these people. There's really a fair amount of information that I think really can help. I mean, we've got you know, the Insights Association that's giving away a free membership right now to anybody in transition. And they've just been an amazing resource for people. Also, we've got somebody wants to do some brand building. We've got a section on there. We've got, you know, Laura from Cranbrook, who did a really nice job in terms of a spotlight page. We've got career coaching. We've got, if somebody wants to dive in a little bit more about understanding some of their strengths and weaknesses, we had an opportunity to purchase a an Acumax index assessment tool, which is great. So there's just a lot of information there. And I think you said it right in terms of giving an overall quick update about what's going on in the industry. Where do I find certain things? And we've gotten, I mean, God, we must be at 70 or 80,000 uh, views already of this, and we've gotten a ton of downloads sitting on the Insights Association page, so they can get it from there. And and it's really been amazing. It it really we I've heard from so many people that have that have used the guide as a helpful tool to figure out what's next for them. And we've even added this is very dynamic because we don't have everything wasn't planned out right. So I'll hear of jobs from contacts in the industry. So we're actually, I'm sending those links out to the people who would like them as a way to say, Hey, here's a few jobs that you may not have seen, and they might be right for you. And if they're not right for you, then share it with another contact. The reality, Jesse, in essence, the pandemic has got us in a situation where we're all in this together. And we've got to be, we've got to be helpful to one another and i think we do that and i love when you always say you know i bring everything we we have gotten help and and you do that every day and that's what we try to do with the insight resource guide
0: It is really fantastic. And I know that many of our listeners and and so many within the industry will continue to benefit from this resource. So we will make this readily available in our podcast uh, notes so that listeners can link directly to it and start looking for resources and networking to grow their career as well. Yeah, as I've reached out to top students in our program, and I've had them take a look at the guide, and they've actually come up with some really great questions that I'd like to go ahead and ask that some of our listeners may have, how they can best use the guide to assist. So I'll go ahead and start with the first question that we've got here. Uh, Your guide gives so many great tips for how to stand out when trying to navigate the insights industry it seems like people are always so busy, especially graduate students who have been taking classes full-time and searching for their first jobs at the same time. If you had to pick one thing for someone to do to stand out for top opportunities, what would that be?
1: You know, I would do a video, and that's not for everybody. I've spoken about this to a number of people, and I think it comes through clear. But to me, with the pandemic, and having a need for social distancing and having a need for using more and more Zoom meetings. I think that for every job that's out there, Jess, there was 500 resumes before. Now there's going to be 1,500. Students need to stand out. What better way to do that than get themselves on video and shoot a 45-second or a minute of themselves talking and having that passion come through i think it stands out you got to remember that everybody well most people have a phone now that can shoot video so if they don't i'm not suggesting them going out and buying something and having professionally done but i think a video just to show their expertise highlights some why they think they're good for the position and the company and then maybe uh, point out a few other things in their background and that's what i would do if my kids were kick it open the door and saying, okay, where's my, where's my first job? It would be at the top of the list.
0: You know, that's a really great idea. And a lot of uh, our listeners could even tie that into like personal brand management and could even use Zoom yep. perhaps yep. to even do a, a webinar on themselves and, and add a link to that in their resume.
1: Yeah, it's exactly what I would do. And I've been in the classroom there and I've taught a number of times. And one of the things I always say is everybody's in sales and half the room cowers and doesn't understand and doesn't agree with me. And I said, look, either you're selling a service, you might be selling a product, you might be selling an idea to a colleague, you might be selling an idea to your boss. But if you can't communicate effectively, if you can't understand and negotiate with that person, and communicate to a point where they see your value and your idea, then that idea will not be brought to life. So everybody is in sales, going for your new job, they have to sell themselves. And whether it's a podcast about themselves, a Zoom meeting, whether it's a new thing that the center could offer, right, Jess? So maybe it's a situation, separate the MSMR program at Um, at Michigan State versus a number of the other programs, maybe you make a five minute video on everybody and you interview them. That might be an idea too.
0: Yeah, that is a great idea. Uh, Really, really like that one. Um, So thank you for sharing. Yeah, the next question I have here. So your guide has so many different resources to help us stay up to date on what is happening in the industry. Out of all of these resources, what things do you read, listen to help you stay connected?
1: You know that that's a complicated answer, but to me, the things that I would do is there's some really cool newsletters in there. I like the Quirks newsletter that comes out every day. It's short because I don't have a great attention span. I can review it in a minute or two, dive into one of the articles that I need to go further within, and I also like uh, MR Web. Nick Thomas has done a really good job with that. It's got usually six featured stories. Um, So those are the two that I would suggest that you do. I also think that on a weekly basis, the Insights Association and Melanie Cartwright and her team has done a really wonderful job with giving away free content and giving away membership to anybody in transition. So for any students, they'll be able to become a member of the Insights Association, which really allows you to sit on our webinars to read articles that you normally wouldn't read, and also interact with members that you probably wouldn't be able to interact with. So those are a few things that I would definitely focus on.
0: That kind of leads us into the next question we have as well. Um, Networking is a huge part of life in the industry. What advice would you give someone who might be a little um, new to networking or maybe a bit shy? What can they do to help better their skills and becoming more comfortable talking with others, networking, and also maybe being in the spotlight?
1: Yeah. So I'll tell you, as you know, I'm a storyteller. Let me tell you a quick story. So back in the day when I was an interviewer or even in sales early on in my career, it would be three or four of us sitting there and we each get a list of 10 people to call. And one of my buddies would sit there and say, you know, in my list of 10, these three people don't want to talk to me. And this one is in big California. And God, I don't like this company. So basically, they would eliminate out of the 10 companies, all 10, right? But by the time they were done with that, I had already made my 10 calls. And I found the one or two people that would talk to me. And the same is true about networking. Just do it. I understand that not everybody is outgoing. And I understand that people are going to say, well, I can't call at 8 in the morning. It's too early. And I can't call at 12 o'clock because they're at lunch. And I can't call at 4 o'clock. It's the end of their day everybody can think of a reason why not to call, just call. Okay. What's the worst thing that can happen? Somebody says, Hey, look, I can't, I don't have time right now. Let me get back to you. I mean, I field a lot of calls and a lot of texts and a lot of emails and I gave everybody a call back and I could tell you the pandemic has taken busy people and made them a lot more available now than they ever were. Why? Because they want to help people. My advice would just be, just jump into it, okay? Or you can do what I'll call a kind of a three-one. So when I was in sales back in the day, if I did three prospecting calls to total strangers, then I would make one call to somebody I knew would take my call and talk to me, right? So do that. If there's four people on a list to call, maybe you call three that you don't know, and maybe one that's connected to the MSMR program or the board, who we you know will be able to talk to you. So I think you just do it and you toe-dip. Somebody who's really not comfortable networking or reaching out to people, let them start with the MSMR board, which is basically a who's who of sites community. I mean, our board that you've put together with Dr. Spring and Michael Brereton and Samantha and just everybody is is really impressive. There isn't a board member out there that wouldn't feel the call from the students. So that, those are some of the things I would do
0: is fabulous advice and you know maybe even setting aside a certain time each day whether that's 30 minutes an hour to do networking and and maybe even prior to that doing some courage exercises you know courage on how to how to speak out what the mentality how to get in the right mindset to to put yourself out there so you're right we just have to do it and set aside that time and make it happen
1: absolutely i think that's good advice
0: So also looking back at when you first entered the insights industry, is there anything you wish that you could do differently if you were um, starting again today? Anything you wish you would have known at the time that you know now?
1: Yeah, there is. I mean, first of all, when I started in the industry, there was dinosaurs roaming the earth. So it's that long ago. Notwithstanding that, I would have gone overseas. I would have had an international experience. I didn't do that. I think as your life gets a little more settled, later in your life, those possibilities just got a little smaller and smaller for me because I wasn't going to take my family overseas. But that's what I would have done different. I would have had some type of international experience for a few years. And the reason is because the world is really is beyond global right now. And especially if you're going to work for a client organization to have the international experience um, and to understand how they'd like to do business and the customs that fall within each country are really important to know. And I think you can use that to your advantage. And I also think that separates you from other applicants for a particular job. So that's definitely what I would have done.
0: I think so, too. It really gives applicants a, you, you know, or profession, young professionals a unique experience and mindset uh, in how to understand other perspectives, especially globally. So I definitely, uh, that's really, really insightful. So my last yep. question that I have for you today, Meryl, if you could offer one piece of advice to young professionals starting their career, what would it be?
1: Wow, one piece of advice. Um, There's so many pieces of advice I would give. But let's go with this. I'm an average guy. I mean, basically, I made the most of my skills. I'm an overachiever, without question. And I think one of the reasons that i was able to do anything was i tried to get better at something every single day so it's it's this notion of 900 900 seconds 15 minutes a day get better at something and it doesn't matter if you try to be a better presenter try to be a better son better friend it doesn't have to be a, be a better writer better at understanding social media it doesn't really matter if you subscribe to getting better at something each and every day I think that really will take your career and skyrocket it and probably exceed any expectations that you had. So that's what I would do. Just continue to move things forward, continue to get better, and see where it takes you.
0: Wonderful. You've just provided so many helpful insights and career advice and and this amazing insights resource guide. So thank you for all of your guidance, Meryl, for everyone who really needs it today, those entering the industry, those within, and even helping our senior leaders connect and give back. Thank you for everything that you've done. And we all so appreciate your efforts. Thank you very much for being a guest today on Spartan Insights. Uh, Thank you so much, everyone, for listening, and we'll see you next time.